Hello everybody, this is Dr. Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, January 12th, 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. The Nefarium is busy, folks, and we're going to get to that. Um, this is going to be one of those days where I'm talking about a couple of stories, one from last year and another one uh, more recent uh, than that both concerning the COVID injections. Um, but I want to warn you, the this type of material is what got me my second hit on YouTube. And this is why I just I've just abandoned that platform. Uh, I refuse to put people's lives in danger by not talking about some of the things that people have been reporting with these injections. I don't know if a lot of what's being reported is true or not, but it's out there and it's news. And I suspect very strongly, given the amount of private information that people have privately emailed me about their response to the injections that the stories are more true than not. So I'm taking the risk in doing this news and views once again on this subject. Uh, it won't be posted on YouTube. It will be posted only on this audio platform on my website. Before we get to that, tomorrow is a vid chat day, uh, tomorrow the 13th. So please get all of your questions and comments submitted no later than 10 o'clock tonight, U.S. Central Time. Uh, I'll be in the chat room early tomorrow as well. And chances are we will probably start early. Uh, there's lots to talk about in the new year. And I do again want to wish everybody a happy new year. And thank you once again, folks. It's a little over a year ago that I had my heart attack. And I want to thank everybody, uh, whether you're the praying sort or not, uh, for your prayers or your good intention thoughts. Um, I'm quite convinced that I'm probably alive because of those things. So I want to thank everybody once again. Anyway, I have two articles here. Both were submitted uh, to me over the Christmas holiday that I took from TM, we'll just uh, call the individual by the initials. And they're both concerning COVID injections. One story is out of Australia, and the other one is a more recent story. The story out of Australia occurred last October, and the story, uh, the second story, is dated January 8th, just earlier this week of this year. So I want to read both of these articles. The first one from Australia in October of last year is titled, They are giving cows the mRNA vaccine, which will pass the vaccine into milk, cheese, and so on. Lethal injections, 18% of cattle die immediately following the mRNA, quote, vaccination, unquote. So here we go. Quote, much of the conversation surrounding mRNA or messenger RNA vaccines, and vaccines is in quotation marks in this article, centers around their impact on humans. But how about all the animals that are being injected with it? Believe it or not, 
cattle are now reportedly getting jabbed with the stuff which in a recent mass vaccination campaign of an Australian herd resulted in 35 out of the 200 animals dying immediately. We are told that dairy farmers and others are now being forced to inject their animals for the Fauci flu in order to remain in business and that animals are not responding well to it. Just like in humans, the shots are causing such profound damage that many of the animals are succumbing to instant death while others are getting sick and dying over a longer period of time. Now I'm skipping a couple of paragraphs here. What is mysteriously absent from the science behind forced mRNA injections for animals is any actual evidence that animals are getting sick from COVID. Skipping yet again. The government of New South Wales, Australia, where the first cattle herds we know of are being injected with the mRNA, the official excuse for the new mRNA push is that animal herds need protection not just against COVID, but listen to this, folks, but also foot and mouth disease and lumpy skin disease. A deal was forged with a United States-based biotechnology company called Tiba Biotech that, just like Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna, is now raking in the dough. The New South Wales nationals in government are taking the threat of foot and mouth disease and lumpy skin disease extremely seriously, and this milestone is another step forward in preparing for a potential outbreak, announced Deputy Premier and Minister for Regional New South Wales Paul Toole, and citing Mr. Toole again, quote, I've now written to vaccine manufacturers to take up my challenge to develop both vaccines ready for use and manufacture in New South Wales by August 1st next year. COVID-19 demonstrated to us that all possible avenues in developing vaccines must be explored and we will need no stone unturned, unquote. In other words, COVID and people's engineered fear of it is once again being used to fast-track at warp speed all sorts of new mRNA injections for use both in animals and humans. And skipping now to uh, a paragraph quite close to the end of this article, quote, They do not carry with them the same risks as traditionally derived vaccines. This is unfortunate news for folks who purchase Australian meat and other animal-derived products from down under, believing them to be clean and pristine. If mRNA shots for animals become the standard, many will think twice before purchasing any more animal products from Australia. And I suspect that that's true, folks. Um, we've all heard about the phenomenon of shedding, and this should give people pause and of course we're being we're being subjected to all these stories of athletes dying and the most recent example of, of a cardiac arrest which thank goodness was not fatal was of course the American football player uh, Hamlin and he for he fortunately did not die but of course they are ignoring the probable causes they are deflecting attention to saying that this may have been a cardiac arrest brought on by shock and so on and so forth um 
whether that's true or not, what they're ignoring are the vast numbers of athletes around the world who are doing this. They're dropping dead. And they're trying to convince us that this is all just sort of a medical coincidence. And, you know, I, I posted a meme recently on the website about medical coincidence theory. Um, it's, it's getting very bad. Now, I want, before I turn to this next article, I want to caution everybody that I am not promoting a theory or point of view regarding what is happening in these vaccines other than to remind people of something that I stated when the COVID uh, plan scandemic first broke. I stated this several times in connection with uh, interviews that I gave with Catherine Austin Fitz and on a couple of other shows, including Dark Journalist, that my suspicion was at that time, two years ago, when they started pushing these vaccines, and it remains my suspicion today, that the batches of vaccine that were being distributed around the world of the mRNA vaccines in particular were not all made from the same ingredients. In other words, this batch number had XYZ ingredients so that they could monitor and track the response in people that received those injections. And then another batch, the ABC batch, would have slightly different ingredients or maybe even be a placebo so that they could track reactions to that batch. So in other words, I've suspected from the outset that we are not looking in the case of corporate vaccines at one particular vaccine. We're looking at bunches of them with different ingredients and that this may be one reason why the ingredients were hidden in public releases of documents about what was in them. Uh, I, I strongly suspect that this has been the case and therefore, the reason I'm, I'm belaboring this point is that any one theory about the contents of the vaccines may not necessarily represent all of the different batches in play. So any criticism of doctors advocating a certain point of view by other doctors who found different things is, in my opinion, not doing anyone a service. I'm prefacing that for this next article because... There is a group of researchers in Spain that have been driving the narrative, and I think essentially if you believe what they found, that this narrative is essentially true, these are the doctors that are finding little strands of graphene oxide in some of the vaccines minus any biological material whatsoever. So in other words, we've got batches out there that are, that are claiming to be part of the mRNA vaccines, but they are not even that, all right? So this article appeared on January 8th. Again, it was TM that shared it with me. Uh, the author of this article, authoress, is Pam Barker. And the article's titled, Analysis of a Single Drop of the Pfizer, quote, Vaccine, unquote, on December 26th, 2022, I'm going to read just a few paragraphs from this article, and uh, 
leave it to you to make up your own mind. Again, I'm just reporting this to you. I'm not passing on the truth or absence thereof, but I suspect that this group of researchers has run across yet a different phenomenon that might account for some of the things that we're going to talk about when I get done. So, quoting now, they're reviewing a video and this video, they say, quote, shows some very important things and highlights a fracture in the narrative being pushed by certain, quote, unquote, doctors for truth, unquote. Biostatistician Ricardo Delgado of La Quinta Columna, or the Fifth Column, pulls no punches in this video about there not only being different graphene structures in these vaccines, but that the medical freedom movement has some well-placed, very high-profile traders in it, and we agree. Here are our notes and observations on the video. Using a single drop or two of the Pfizer vaccine that's been heated, a truckload of graphene oxide-based artificial structures appear under highly magnified conditions. Yet there are zero biological ingredients, no genetic material, and no mRNA. It's basically nanotechnology of the self-assembling type. There are tubular graphene structures that can be used for technology in neurological networks for connecting up neurons in the brain. These structures can absorb radiation heat to be stimulated within the brain. This is the intersection of neuroscience and nanotechnology. There are other forms of graphene present too. They appear to act in almost an intentional manner under the microscope as they move along with other particles in a particular direction. The La Quinta Columna, uh, Columna team from Spain has done a lot of independent work on discovering these artificial structures in the vaccines, yet they have been under considerable attack. Names such as Robert Malone and Ryan Cole are mentioned implied to be shills diverting the narrative. We can only agree with him. And here, folks, I want to go on record as disagreeing. I don't think it's safe to say that there is one particular batch of this stuff, okay? So I, I'm not attributing any uh, ill intention on the part of the doctors that are finding other things related to the messenger RNA claims, okay? The so-called freedom, health freedom movement has many shills under its umbrella, and one of its functions has been to steer the conversation away from these artificial graphene structures, talking instead about mRNA, spike proteins, blood clots, and so on. Biostatistician Ricardo Delgado notes how such people generally justify not doing their own microscopic analysis as being a, quote, waste of time, unquote. And I'm going to skip now to a couple more paragraphs in this article. What jumped out at us were the names that Delgado quoted who hardly get any traction, such as Canadian Dr. Daniel Nagase. These researchers have come to the same conclusions as La Quinta Columna team, that there are only artificial technolo technological structures in the vaccine, yet we hardly hear from them in the medical truth movement. Why? This strikes us as very odd. The overnight truther, Dr. Robert Malone, for example, who saw the light after allegedly suffering from two COVID vaccines 
is suing Dr. Peter Bregan and Dr. Jean Ruby for a cool $25 million each. Dr. Simone Gold has also shown up as a shill of the First Order. Aren't they all on the same team? Delgado confirms that sequencing the so-called virus, done with the aid of algorithms in a virtual way, isn't the same as physically isolating it. They may derive a tiny bit of a genetic sample from something, a microscopic part, but then the rest is projected or invented to create this sequence. So let me skip now to a portion of the actual transcript being cited from this uh, video. Quote, All this is technological. It is not biological. The latest research by Dr. Nagase and Juan Garberi, and also from Lorena de Blasi, show that neither phosphorus nor hydrogen are present in the sample. Therefore, the fundamental atoms of life do not exist. No genetic material either. The mRNA platform, as such, doesn't exist. Now, again, folks, I suspect that those researchers who have found graphene oxide are telling the truth. That's what they've found in the batches they've examined. I suspect that the other doctors who are uh, making all these notes and observations about spike proteins and blood clots, and particularly the funeral parlor uh, embalmers that have found these long stringy blood clots in the bodies that have been brought to them of dead people, that they are telling the truth. So in other words, I, what I hope will come out of this is that uh, the so-called vaccine truth movement or the COVID truth movement or whatever you want to call it, will stop taking pot shots at each other and start comparing notes and investigate in a real manner whether or not they're dealing with the same batches of the same vaccine. I strongly suspect to this day that we are not, and that's why we're getting so many adverse uh, and in, in some cases conflicting stories about what's in these things. And it may be one reason that we're looking at such a wide range of varying adverse responses. We, you know, we've been talking only about the people dropping dead of heart attacks, but if you've been following the adverse reactions, we're seeing people coming down with palsies, with uncontrollable twitching, uh, with strokes, and in, in a couple of cases, even with uh, Creutzfeldt-Jakob's disease, in other words, mad cow. And we're seeing all these blood clots. Now, if you're, if you're uh, examining a batch that is containing these little nanographene oxide tubes, self-assembling tubes, these things might account for these very weird blood clots uh, that people, you know, these long stringy things that are literally being pulled out of people's blood veins. Uh, so I, I think there's something going on here and that uh, this may be indicating that we're dealing with, as I said, my hypothesis of different batches. But both of these articles are important. Uh, I put them out there so that you can be aware of uh, the health problems. I had uh, a lady contact me just yesterday about her grandchild uh, who apparently had perhaps taken one of these things and who was on a heart monitor because the heart was racing at an extraordinary amount of beats per minute. Uh, 
So anyway, folks, that's it for today's news and views. Please look these articles over. Um, if you're if you're considering taking these things, please talk it over with your physician. Don't blindly just go along and and uh, assume that everything is safe and sound. Uh, the the amount of evidence is piling up that that whatever's going on with these things there's a a very large risk involved with some of them so i i i view these two articles as once again more or less as indicating that we might be dealing with a wide range of different uh batches and quite literally a a massive uh experiment that's being driven and foisted on human beings and the animal population without the consent of the people or owners of of the people involved so here we go folks we're off again with more disturbing news about the covid plans pandemic don't forget tomorrow we do have the vid chat that'll be at uh 2 30 u.s central time get your questions and comments in no later than 10 o'clock tonight don't forget limit yourself please to no more than three pages and one posting per uh, member so that's it for today's news and views folks we'll see you tomorrow for the vid chat and next week for another news and views from the nefarium see you on the flip side folks bye bye and god bless